Good uh, evening. Welcome to Soundbites. Yeah. <laughs> this is another episode of Soundbites right here on DRM1 United. As always, I'm joined by the wonderful Peter. How are you? I'm uh, very well, thanks. Russell, <laughs> yourself? Oh, well, if you didn't catch the antics on DRM1, go listen to the podcast. Uh, we had some bloopers today. Uh, I could trying, to get, trying to give away free fuel. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I can't imagine nobody wants free fuel. I know. Crazy, <laughs> eh? But uh, I, I guess... Uh, you watch tonight, I'll have heaps of phone calls. Yeah. And that's not good. Oh, well. But anyway. Oh, well, late night for you. No, I'll just turn my phone off. Like <laughs> I always do. <laughs> Please don't call me. Um, <laughs> anyway, we are talking. Uh, now, I am not saying the word because oh. I stuffed it up before. <laughs> I, Big I, times. I, I thought it, what would be a really interesting topic is the rise and fall of our ancient hominid ancestors. Hominid. Hominins. Hominins. Yeah. Okay, There's hominids and then there's hominins. N at the end and D at the end. So, in other words, you're in or you're out. No, none, none of that at all. <laughs> okay. But, you know, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Already in the go. Okay, let's get into the show because uh, I have no... Well, what is a hominin for starters? So, it's the... Um, one of the things I was always fascinated by um, when I first heard about, about Neanderthals was is that there had been other species very much like us Yep. Um, that had evolved but had died out. Yep. And uh, and I always found that really sort of interesting to think that they, they could be like other, you know, had they not died out, there could have been other species that were intelligent, upright, talking, uh, planning, building. They could have been part of our society. So I, I always found that fascinating. And then, of course, when I looked into it more, it wasn't just the Neanderthals. There was actually up to 14 other species um, wow, that's that, a lot of that species. Have, yeah, that evolved, and sadly, we're the only ones that have uh, made the distance. But we, when you say made the distance, please elaborate. So we're the only ones that are left. So of but all the apes ob- are there, the hominids oh, with okay. the D at the end. What about monkeys? D at the end. Gorillas. D at the end. Tigers. But they're not part of. They're that not part of genus. it. Okay, yeah. cool. So they're a different. Um, I'm trying to think other other creatures um, that might be. Um, I think I've named more. Yeah, I there's don't not know. really any birds, are there? For what? For hominins. Hominids. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you realise how dumb I am, right? <laughs> so, so to give you an idea what a hominin is, <laughs> it's a group consisting of um, any sort of creature <laughs> that has been able to, um, you know. Uh, essentially um, have similar characteristics to ourselves. So they're able to walk upright, they're bipedal locomotion, um, they've formed language or something. My dog can do that. Oh, your dog's formed language? No, no, no. Well, yeah, it barks. It tells me what it wants. Does it use hand tools? It, it can carry things and it can walk on its hind legs. Does it develop uh, and improve and... I, I don't know if it develops and improves, but I know it can chase sheep. We've got a okay. sheep dog, a kelpie. Yeah, all right. So, anyway. anyway get back on topic. So, yes. <laughs> so, so, I thought it would be very interesting to have a look at the various hominids that had um, developed over the years and disappeared. Because, you know, sometimes you come across people. That don't know what any of this is. And, you know, sometimes <laughs> they say, well, if evolution is real, then why do we still have monkeys? Why don't they all just evolve into us? And because that's what happens. You got to split somewhere, don't you? Well, it's sort of yeah. Um, 
So it's like, essentially, monkeys didn't turn into us. We are, like, we are not an advanced version of a monkey. Um, it's like, why do viruses evolve? Because they can. Well, everything evolves. Yeah, but you know, like they, you did get different things, different cells, different viruses, different everything. Anyway, a side topic. That's a different yeah. show. Let's get going. <laughs> so anyway, so here I was thinking so, I was being smart, and clearly I'm not. No, well, you know, you have, you, you're smart in other ways. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> giving, giving away $100 fuel vouchers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of them. Okay, let's start with um, the time frame of 4 million years ago. Uh, we had, why does it feel like it's got the word Australia in it? Um, but it's the Australopal. <laughs> no. Okay, so. You want to try to pronounce that? <laughs> Australopithecus. Oh, well done. <laughs> so, how, so, how many times did that take you to, ta- to actually learn that word? Well, no, you just read it. Yeah, I can't Australopithecus. Well, well done. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I can't say these words, honestly. That's all right. These are weird <laughs> words. <laughs> oh, but this is a various, uh, a various species uh, that make up the... Australopithecines. Thank you. <laughs> While not part of the Homo genus, uh, where, where some of the uh, first to demonstrate traits... That include the upright posture, bipedal, or pedal, how you pronounce yeah, bipedal, it. Yeah. Yep, locomotion, and the ability to make and use hand tools. Now, yes. what are we talking about? Hammers, drums, kits? Like, what type of hand tools are we talking about? So, nothing as advanced as hammers and drums and Damn. Uh, that sort of stuff. So, this is. Clubs? Uh, not necessarily clubs. So it was more the sharpening of stones uh, to use as cutting tools. Okay, um, well, so got to start somewhere. Why yeah, not so, start with a stone? Yeah. So, but what was different about the Australopithecus as opposed to? Um, First of all, they were the first demonstration of us branching away from the hominids, so the great apes, the chimpanzees, and all, and all those other primates. Um, and it was because of their ability uh, to actually use and develop hand tools, as opposed to chimps can use hand tools, like they have little sticks they stick in termite mounds to get them all to come out, and you know they use hammers to break things. Uh, not hammers, stones, rocks yeah, uh, to break things. Yep. But they don't actually develop those. Um, they don't. Yeah. Um, they, they don't purposely go on and sharpen them or develop them or or make them any um, more efficient. So, yep. or they don't multi-purpose them or turn them into anything else. Okay. So, so the Australopithecus was the first first ones. So they still had very much of those primate traits, those um, uh, hominid traits, but they were the first to demonstrate. Um, that they were moving away, so we were we were now moving into our genus, which is the Homo genus, and that okay. leads us to the next evolutionary step, which was about two point four to one point four million years ago. That's the time frame they lived, and this was called Homo habilis. So, what's a Homo habilis? So, Homo habilis, they just stood over about a meter tall, and these ones now had slightly larger brains. So, one of the ways that we sort of um, decide what falls into our genus, the homo genus, is things like brain size or, or brain case size. Uh, and we generally accept anything over 600 um, cubic centimetres. So anything smaller than that we would consider not part of our genus and it would probably fall into the hominid side of things. Um, but they they were still, um, whilst they had slightly larger brains, they had smaller teeth. Um, and that was quite important because what it meant was is that 
um, they were no longer needing big teeth to just, like grind down uh, raw food or uh, raw plants or raw vegetation. Um, it meant that they were preparing their food in some manner. They were either chopping it up in using the, the stone tools or they were um, uh, you know, cooking it uh, or applying heat to it. Um, so uh, that that's where the, the teeth How, definition was. was so they were, cu- they were basically making fire. Well, we're not sure whether they were using fire at this stage. Well, how do you provide heat or make heat unless you're either A, making fire, or B, you have something that's already really hot? That was just an example of oh, okay. preparation. So anyway, so um, so they do have uh, a, protru- a protruding lower face uh, and traits that could be considered more basal in the hom- hominid lineage. Um, they probably did make use of stone tools, uh, but they were the first step on the homo genus. Um, some researchers actually still debate that, though. So, really? I, I th- yes. Uh, well, a lot of this stuff gets debated um, quite vigorously because every time we find new fossils, we then have to go back and we have to go, okay, does this fit in with one of the existing um, classifications, so species that we've said existed, uh, or is this a new species altogether? And, and if there is a new species, uh, then what does it mean? So, yeah. So, so yeah, so it can be really quite complex. This whole uh, and, and it's actually quite interesting when you research this. Um, it's it's quite fascinating the way that they keep looking at the way that uh, the different species are defined. Yep. Um, and and even some have said, listen, we need to go right back to the drawing board, um, scrap it all, yep. and start all over again. So so that sort of stuff can be quite um, fascinating when you read all those sorts of arguments and stuff that that they have. Um, awesome. So we, should we take a break and jump into some songs and then come back and okay. continue this this uh, very interesting <laughs> show that I'm learning a lot of words that I'm not going to try to even pronounce. All right. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> someone didn't go to English. Uh, anyway, we'll be back on the other side of this. DRN1 United, Perth dedicated LGBTIQA plus station. As are the My Skins and My Steps, uh, brand new to DRN1 United. Go and check them out because, you know, Steps is always good and things getting under your skin is not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had no idea where I was going with that. No, I liked You're it, locked though. on to sound bites. Uh, let's see if Peter can get under my skin tonight right. with, <laughs> with more words I cannot say. So more, more of the but, <laughs> but very interesting indeed. <laughs> I will give you that. <laughs> At least it's a funny show. Uh, let's talk about hominins. Hominins, um, yep. So not hominids. No, hominins. So, so we're getting into it. We move. We move <laughs> on to Homo rudolfensis. So I'm glad lived, you finished that sentence. Yeah. So they they lived about uh, between 1.8 and 1.9 million years ago. Can we so just repeat their name. Rudolfensis. Oh, no, no, the first part. Homo rudolfensis. Homo rudolfensis. Homo. Yeah. Yeah. Homo meaning same. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's so funny about that? I'm just wondering if they had a gay old time. You don't know. I don't know. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, we can't really tell much from the skeletons, I'm afraid. We don't know whether, of whether they had their own pride parade or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they certainly wouldn't have had any closets to come out of back then. No, they definitely didn't. But wonder where those closets came from, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, <laughs> my rude offences. So... They were they were actually considered to be larger versions of our Homo habilis, the ones we were just talking about, because the Homo habilis was only about a meter tall. So they were really cute, really, oh, really they're, cute they're, little they're, smart. They're nearly as high as me. <laughs> yeah, and me. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm only five foot six, so that's one point something something. Yeah, we're the same height. Yeah, roughly five foot six. Yeah, so um, unless I'm wearing heels. <laughs> uh, tap it three times, Dorothy. <laughs> I want to go home. Want to go Are home. <laughs> Are you a friend of Dorothy's? <laughs> Do you remember all that sort of stuff we used to have? I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Back anyway, in the day. Back in the day. Back in like f- the millions of years ago. Actually, maybe we should do a show about <laughs> the emergence of all the codes and oh, oh, well, maybe hankies we in the back pocket. Oh, yes. The, the right pocket, left pocket, pocket top yeah. pocket. Colours. Yeah. Yep, okay. Where you have a top, where you're a sub. Where you're... That, anyway, we're getting off topic. I wonder where Very these... off topic. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the Homo rudifensis. Okay. So they came from the, well, their fossils, I should say, came from the Lake Turkana region in East Rudolph in Kenya. Well, we can guess that that's all sort of where they came from because they, they died there. They must have lived around that area. Yeah. So you sort of draw that inference, but you have to also remember that it's been millions of years, so there and could have been movement to the soil, yeah. um, water could have... They uh, could have been rivers Australian could have, for all we know. Well, back then... We were all one country. Not one, really, one. no. We weren't part of Pangaea then. By that stage, Australia was still probably part of the Arctic, um, Antarctica and moving upwards. Oh, okay. Oh, so we broke from Antarctica, did we? Yeah, we came from the South Pole. Thought we pole. came from China. No, we came from the South Pole. Interesting. But no. you've got to remember that... Pangaea was sort of squished and moved around, and none of it was frozen. There were no ice caps. It's why there. that's why Australia's kind of got the limp. <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of crooked people. Uh, what are, what is that big landmass that's supposed to have existed between us? Uh, there was yeah, and us and Zendelia or something like that. Yeah. Um, It'll come to me. Anyway. So, anyway, so uh, Homo rudifensis. So, they were originally considered the largest uh, specimen of the Homo habilis, as I said before. We first discovered them in 1972. Um, and so, uh, we had to review these um, these guys or these fossils a couple of times because um, whilst they had uh, larger premolars and canines uh, and longer arms and bigger brains, so they had about a 775 um, In other words, they were smart, smart people. Well, the thing was is that they sort of um, had a, a, still a bit of the old hominid uh, traits sure. with the bigger bigger teeth, but um, well, y- but they did have the bigger brain cases. Yeah, um, they did have uh, rounder brain cases as well, so less of the the um, they call it a rabbit shape, you know, where it sort of points at the top. In other um, words, people, if you like your rabbit shoe, you're going to love these people. Well, maybe not. So, <laughs> or what? Or they they call they could have been acne. very tasty. Well, I don't know about that. They what would have had a lot of Would meat? that be cannibalism if we went back and ate one well, of our ancient? We eat cousins? rabbits and we eat goats and we eat other things. I'm sure there's a country yeah, that eats, they're not, eats they're not apes. Part of, they're not part of our genus. Mind sure, you, I'm sure there's yeah. A, we we do eat. Um, primates, other primates. but Anyway, so we call that displaying less um, prognathicism. So that's where the, the, the brain is more, or oh, the brain case, so the skull is more rounded rather than... Um, yeah, you just have to go to China to eat apes. Yeah, I don't want to eat apes. But one of the things that we've, we did discover about uh, Homo rudifensis is that they seem to have um, what we call sexual dimorphism. So where the males were... Physically different to the females, so so they um, had a penis and one had a vagina. No, that's sexual organs. So we're talking about um, the males had bigger teeth than the females. So oh, um, okay, so to and, bite and them. Yeah, well, I don't know about whether they were biting <sighs> females with, but it's um they were being know, so, dom- more dominant. Well, I don't, I don't know about that either. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes you get in the in various species, um, the males will have more muscle mass, whereas the females will have more. Um, uh, Curves. Well, they could have curves. Um, I was actually thinking of more um, uh, 
uh, well, efficient brain matter as opposed to men. Well, they do have to look after the kids. Oh, they've got to put back up in with, that day. They've got to put up with the males as well. So, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> before we get too far down that track, so it was the first of the of the genus that tended tended to demonstrate sexual dimorphism. So we move on from them. I was about to say we're going to move on from we're them move and on go, from them. go to the Homo erectus. We are going to which, go to Homo um, erectus. Must have been pretty erect. Just well, that's <laughs> why they got the name. So because um, they, they were much more like us. So they were roughly the same height range as us, of four point six to nine uh, to six feet. Tall. Uh, at all. Um, Similar average height. Yeah, so they were found, found in, in Indonesia, a- Africa, China, Georgia, India, and Java. Uh, while their faces were less protrusive, they had extremely long legs and short arms. Well, that sounds like me. Yeah, so. Like long legs and short arms. But the thing they don't tell us were the arms the same length or were they different? To, to each other? Yes, my arms are different lengths. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Okay, so. I wonder where I came from. Not them. Yeah, no, I don't think you're part of Homo erectus. Um, so the thing with, them, <laughs> with Homo erectus is that they lived between 1.9 million years ago to 143,000 years ago. I'm so they were really 143,000 years old. Are you? You're looking very good for your age. It's Maybelline. <laughs> Not sponsored. Not sponsored by them at all. <laughs> so, so, so anyway, getting back to Homo erectus. So, um, they were considered to be the first indisputable member of the Homo genus. So, awesome. Where, I'm, I'm whereas Rudolfensis and Hablus and, well, not Australopithecus, um, were all, uh, you know, we, we had our concerns. We, we sort of argued over whether they were really part of the genus Homo. Yeah. Um, uh, Homo erectus definitely was because they were very much like us um, uh, as well. And they also, uh, as you mentioned, all those countries or well, the countries or land masses that we yep. would, uh, refer to today, they had moved out. So they they were spreading. Um, they were flying, jet, jet traveling. They were doing all that stuff. They were just frequent, going. Frequent flyers. Yep, they were, and, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. bye, mom, I'm out of yeah. here. Yeah, no, they were climbing they're, the steps up into the there into are their There are animals out there even today that actually – once they're born and after a certain few weeks, they disappear from their parents and they go their own way. So Yeah, very uh, quickly. No wonder why these these guys and girls uh, and its and they's decided to flock. Well, we don't know whether it was that because one of the things with the homogeneous is that because um, we uh, were standing upright – our pelvises had to change, and that meant that because the, of gravity, people the gestation period. Um, so our, our our babies couldn't um, gestate for too long; otherwise, the skulls would become too big, and it would be too difficult to give birth. So that's why, when our babies are born, they still have quite a long process of um, development and growth, as opposed to a horse that once it's born, it can walk within a couple of hours and. They're very smart horses. Well, yeah. I, like, like, let's be real. To to be able to be born and then all of a sudden stand up and walk within hours, our human people get to take six months to a year to do that part. Yeah, we've got other talents though. What, like breathing? We've got our little reflexes, our hand grasping reflexes, and and a horse nose. <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna get, take a, take a break and come back and talk about more homo stuff uh, when we come back. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You're locked on to soundbites. DRN1 United, Perth dedicated LGBTIQA plus station. You're locked on to DRN1 United, this is Soundbites, and we're talking all things homo tonight. We are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not what you think. Oh, well, maybe come it on, is. maybe it is. Because maybe it is. How, actually, before we go on, because I'm, I'm sure you have an answer for this, and I'm sure you most probably already said it, but I wasn't paying attention, maybe. <laughs> A maybe. lot of people do that when I talk. <laughs> <laughs> they drift off. They think of their next well, holiday. You, 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 but you got me a homo, okay? <laughs> what does the word homo mean? Same. So we're talking about same organisms. Yeah, so same. As in same organisms, same attributes, same characteristics. Uh, that so that's make why we that, call them homosexuals. Yeah, so when we think of the taxonomy of life, so how sure. we define... Um, I saw your picture, but I didn't yeah. see it in my one. Oh, maybe I took it out. That's um, okay. Uh, you can explain it to me. Yeah, so in the taxonomy of life, so how we classify organisms is that um, we look at life first. So sure. is it life or is it, is it not li- life? alive or dead? Yeah, is it a domain? Is there? Uh, we look at the domain that it could be animal, plant, uh, whatever. Then we look at the kingdom. Um, then we look at the phylum, the class, the order, the family, the genus, and then the species. Sure. So, when we look at hominids, um, their family, so we are part of the hominids, um, but we then broke off into our own hominid, uh, a hominin, and then we Always became the genus homo. Yeah. So, and then from the genus homo, so there were several homo genuses. Sure. Uh, uh, and so, from, uh, and what defined us was that we had that upright posture, that bipedal locomotion, the larger brains. Um, we've got to have the large brains because if we don't have large brains, we're not going to have the synaptus to actually do anything. That's right. So we, we needed to be able to do that planning. That, um, But also other important things that sort of um, gave the homo um, genus its definitions was the fact that we could work together, we could um, pull our resources, that sort of stuff. I and do like it every time you say homo, though. Okay, <laughs> so, and then from there, then, then we break down into our various species. So we are the homo sapiens, uh, then there were the other homo uh, species that we we're talking about uh, today. Uh, we will get to homo sapiens soon because you, will. You, have, you have put in something in there. About which, us. Which um, I can just say... That is totally wrong, oh. but that's okay. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. But let's go to uh, Homo ragaster. It's like Easter. It's like Easter, but not Easter. Yeah, no, it's Agasta. So Homo ragaster. So the, the the Homo ragaster lived around one point nine million years ago. So it was quite interesting because we had several of the Homo species sure. living together um, in in similar parts. So oh, it's so not were, not together, not in the same house, but no, together. no, yeah, they weren't like. Um, they weren't best friends. Yeah, they weren't sharing. They weren't doing that sort of stuff. They weren't paying the rent together. Well, you never know, you know. And we what will, are you we, we will talk about a bit of crossbreeding here and there. Oh, really? There was the, some crossbreeding happening throughout the entire that, the entire uh, homo. No genus. wonder why we got homo. So, <laughs> so we like um, that crossbreeding. So anyway, <laughs> so the homo gaster. So they oh. were the they were. Uh, taller, and they seemed more intelligent and adaptable enough to move through different environments across the globe. 
um, we believe actually they were the first of the homogeneous to use fire, which was vital sure. for cooking meat and vegetables. And this meant that unlocking those nutrients led to bigger brain growth. Um, they still sadly didn't have any sort of sign of tool development. So whilst they used tools like the Homo habilis. Hang on, but um, they have fire. That's a tool. Yeah, that is a tool, but in the tools that they created and used, so like that sharpening of those stones, they, they didn't sort of go beyond that. So so the tools that they used at the beginning of their fossil lineage... But maybe they didn't need to. No, but that would then mean that their, their adapt, adaptation to the environment was fairly static. Or maybe the environment just wasn't evolving enough. And what, maybe and, and, yeah. the environment wasn't polluted enough. Yeah, so that that could have been the case. They, but the fact that they did move around and that they did adapt and uh, to various environments, but their tools remained roughly the same. Is this before or after the Earth split? The continents? Well, by this stage, Pangaea had already split. So okay. the, the continents were moving around. There were some things like um, India was almost about to smack into Asia, creating <laughs> the Himalayas. Um, I love that smack. <laughs> oh, so it, and it was a huge smack. It was a real... I mean... This is the interesting thing about this Earth. Like, we, we, it doesn't move now. Well, it does when it the does. earthquake happens. But it's not moving, moving as fast as it was back in those days. Well, no, I mean, because to get that smack and to have the Himalayas, that's yeah, but, a pretty powerful smack. Yeah, but we're, we're talking about... Millions of years ago. Yeah, two I know. million years ago. As opposed to our species has been around for around oh. 200,000. But to get that smack, you must, and to the Himalayas I'm talking about, nothing else, uh, <laughs> just so people know, that must have been going some speed. No. It, or, or it must have had a lot of force. Yeah, well, definitely a lot of force, but that's plate tectonics. You know, so these land masses are moving and then sort of, either they um, rub up against each other as they move across they, from each other, or one landmass goes under and one landmass goes above. Like, uh, it's a shame they can't both go up. Well, sometimes they do. That's um, when you get to a mountain. And that's where you get lots of mountains. But even when they go up, that's where you get to mountain ridges and stuff like that. Awesome. And when it goes down, you get an ocean. Well, no, because if it's going down, then it's usually the other landmass is going up. Surely, if both can go up, I'm sure both can But then can you also get separation, and that's when you'll get seas and oceans. Oh, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We're learning <laughs> something more than homo stuff here. Homo. Okay, let's get into uh, the next one, which is... <laughs> finished oh, the okay. gaster. <laughs> I thought we were done with that gaster. No. <laughs> Sorry. It did, they were also... Uh, we, we had a bit more of evidence of them... Um, Transmitting information through social learning, so they would. They uh, had their Facebook. They had their version of Facebook, which was probably just sort of like a rock. Yeah, pointing to things, <laughs> dem- demonstrating things. Yep. Yeah, so um, that's really annoying. But, to but that, that's that's that was quite important as well. So all all of these things sort of added to the. Do you the think they had sign language? Well, they would have had some form of proto-language, which would have involved sounds and signs. and um, You that. had to be deaf back then. Because if it, it had sound and, so, like, you know, like... Well, see, that's, that's, now, that's interesting because that's an interesting divergence because vocal cords, the only reason you would have vocal cords is that if your species could also hear... Or, or the, the only point, or the only reason why you would develop proto language is because if you could make sounds and and have that gesticulation, um, it then be a protection th- thing as well from from like. Well, you could scream, but you know, 
you know, generally something that's wanting to eat you is it's going to eat you. It's going to eat you whether you're, you know, Trust me, protesting when or, things the, the things want to eat you, they yeah, eat you. If, if you're saying something like "I'm offended by this action," they don't care. They're just going to chomp on you. So, um, did you so, see that tiger that got eaten by an alligator? I did see that. That was rather impressive. Um, was a, was nature is lit, man. Yeah, no, I didn't like that. <laughs> I, I couldn't watch it. Oh, no. I mean, it's disturbing to watch. But, you know, it's amazing when you see this sort of stuff happening uh, in nature. So, anyway, all right. So, we'll move on from Agasta and we'll go on to Homo agastacarensis. So, their fossils were found in the Stockfontein Cave near Johannesburg. Awesome. So, again, we find that they had big teeth to chew plant material. So, sorry, they lived about uh, 1.8 to hang on, hang on, hang on. million to 0.8 million let's, years ago. Let's talk about that. You just said plant materials for a second. Yes. They have teeth and they're eating plants. Well, I thought that you eat plants when you got gums. No, it depends on the plants because... Are they um, poisonous? Well, some of the plants back then were quite fleshy, so oh, okay. um, leafy and fleshy, um, but... This is where we're also seeing. So it's when when we think of all the different uh, Homo species that were coming around, you also have to think of their changing environment as well. Because one of the organisms that had the biggest impact on life on the planet was grass. Um, Interesting. We like our grass. Well, we do like our grass because when you think of um, at the end of the um, uh, a Pliocene era, yep. um, and and the the world was more trees and forests and stuff like that. As the grasses started to come along, um, what was happening was is that the animals that relied on jumping between trees, like our ancestors, now had to start making their way across large swaths of grass, grasslands, yep. uh, which is why we think that aided the desire for that upright movement. So, But once you start walking upright, so that bipedal locomotion, what that does is starts freeing your hands. So your hands now can start doing other things as opposed to walking, uh, aiding walking if you're um, a quadruped. So all these things sort of had uh, all these uh, knock-on effects. So, um, And so with regards to um, the Homo uh, gotagensis, um, they in themselves, um, whilst we and, – and this one actually we're, we're – really struggle whether they were part of the homo line because they were quite small. They only stood about a metre tall and they weighed about 50 kilograms, which would have been great for the catwalks of uh, Milan. Um, but uh, they, it, it, we believe they lacked speech and they lacked any language skills. So yep. at best, maybe they did develop that proto-language that we just talked about. Um, but they are uh, one of the earliest and one of the longest-lived of the Homo species, so uh, it was. It, they, they're quite an interesting little um, creature. So, interesting. So then we move on to um, the uh, Homo antecessor, which was one point two to point eight million years ago. So around um, the same time as the last one. Yeah. So we we have several that have all sort of. But there is a big gap between. We'll get to that one, but we'll yeah. talk about that. So and, and this is the thing. So uh, Homo antecessor. So this one was. Um, you know, we think of this one as the great explorer. So this one also um, moved around quite a lot, and they moved around parts of Western Europe, including yep. Spain, England, and France. Um, and from what we can tell, it appears that they were right-handed, which is quite interesting because this is the first um, evidence that we have of a species that had some sort of um, preference for the appendages that they were using. So on top of that, they also seem to have symbolic language to communicate, which was quite important. Yep. Um, they were about 1.6 to 1.8 metres tall, so they were our height and a bit higher. Sure. Um, 
And it's also believed that they had similar developmental stages as we do. So they, they sort they of had talk. that. Yeah, they, they could talk. They had that. Well done to in, them. Yes. <laughs> like, trust me, I wonder what the conversation was. How was your day? Well, you know, did you smack any little animals over the head recently? And Where um, did you get that fish from? I want some fish. Yeah, so all that sort of deep communication that they would have had. Vegetarians. Which trees have the best fruit? Yeah, I was going to say, you've got to get the vegetarians in there too. Yeah, you know, and don't forget, you know. Not people. every animal is, is a vegan. No. Or a vegetarian <laughs> or a metasaurus. Carnivore. That's the one. <laughs> Hey, I like my meat. Anyway. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's move on to what I just want to keep calling homo, homo, homo. Um, where are we up to? <laughs> <laughs> so now this one, now I really like hi, uh, homo hydrobogensis. So this... Hi- this sounds like hi- hi- uh, the, the alcoholic drink hi- Heineken. Heineken? Yeah. Oh, hydrobogensis. Yeah, just, so, just change it. <laughs> so this is the first species of the homo genus that lived at the same time that we were emerging. So they lived between 700,000 to 200,000 years ago. But let's be real, this is dying off at the same time too. Yeah, so this is the thing with the... With the uh, no wonder why some people are dumb because we were breeding with this one. Well, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we sort of um, got it on with anything. Well, uh, come on, then. we still do. I tell you, the Homo sapiens... Yeah, we they, are very much the homo erotic type of people. Right. Look, and... We'll get to it when we get to the okay. Homo sapiens. But anyway, so the, the Homo heidelbergensis, um, they were about uh, 1.6 metres tall and they weighed about 58 kilograms. It is believed they were one of the first species to adapt to lower temperatures since they built their own shelters. So we're now really starting Good to... Good on them. They yeah. need to build their igloos. So here they were, moving around the countryside in colder climates, warmer climates, and they understood the need um, to... to so have, have shelter, but yep. not just rely on the shelter that was already provided, but to be able to create I've shelter. I've got to say, they, they, love, they love their their rituals for death. They're just bur- bur- burying or burning? Yeah, bur- burying the dead. Why did they not burn them? That would have been so much better. Well, but the thing with that concept of a ritual around death meant that they had regards and they had concerns for... Um, the dead. For, well... For, for the people within their group, so, so whether they were relatives and Jesus was around this time, nowhere near that time. Hang on, so, what do you mean nowhere near this time? Jesus wasn't seven hundred thousand to two hundred thousand years ago. When was Jesus? He was two thousand years ago. Oh, so this is before Jesus. Yet we can see from documents here that they cared about their relatives that passed away. So how do we not know that there was not religion back then? So, <laughs> just saying. So, whilst whilst they, we we don't know whether the reasoning why they had these rituals surrounding death, um, it was religion. I'm but we, but we don't know if it was religion or if, it, but it seemed to demonstrate that love and that, affection. Yeah, and that, that that they had that um, understanding and respect and that concern. Because I wouldn't um, just eat them. <laughs> Well, and see, that's the difference. So, Homo heidelbergensis is probably a step above you now, so if you're going to eat the dead. Hey, if you're dead, you just meet me. Yes. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, so um, some examinations. Don't so this die is around a, me, okay, people, because no, we're having look, a barbecue. Yeah, I tell you, I, 
if I feel even the slightest bit sick around you, I'm just leaving. So, so some of the examination between the genetics between Heidelbergensis and the Neanderthals suggests that they may have actually even been an earlier version of the Neanderthal. You know what's really interesting? And uh, uh, it's a side topic a little bit, okay? Because we all always talk about how we eat meat. We all eat meat, like fish, sheep kangaroo, yeah, yeah, yeah. etc. Yet, for some reason, humans don't like to eat humans. Or well, some humans don't like to eat humans. At the end of the day, it is just meat. It is literally just the same sort of meat. Might be a bit tougher. Might be a bit leaner. I don't know, because I've never tasted human meat. But, realistically, it is just meat. Well, it's probably very similar to pork. And if I love if, my pork. If we're going <laughs> to compare it to whether... Um, you don't just want, but you don't want a bodybuilder because they're going to be too tough. <laughs> I yeah, uh, I want, think cannibalism is not necessarily considered uh, uh, something that we want to get into. Oh, I think there's a whole show there. I think there is, and it won't be this one. I can tell you right now. So anyway, so moving on from Homo heidelbergensis to Homo rhodesiensis, which is Rhodesian. Sounds man. like it sounds like a, a Dziak. Rhodesian man. So 400,000 to 125,000 years ago. Um, so we, their fossils were located in northern Rhodesia, now known as Zambia. Um, and they were classified by uh, their skulls um, and, and the way that their uh, cranium comprised of some of the largest brow ridges. So we sort of think this one might have been a bit of a genetic throwback because by this stage, the, the brow ridges were... Um, uh, reducing uh, amongst the the yep. um, various Homo genus um, species, so and we also believe that it was related to Homo heidelbergensis. Um, so we'll move on because there's a couple more to go. Uh, so about three hundred thousand to two hundred thousand years ago, we had Homo uh, nalendi. Um, so now this was one of the most recently discovered species of the Homo genus. Um, it was found in South Africa, and uh, they surprisingly had. Um, a combination of both modern and archaic traits, so uh, in which some parts of the skeleton were indistinguishable uh, from our own, the Homo sapiens, whilst others were almost ape-like. So they had a small head uh, with wide hips. They had a brain size um, that was estimated to be uh, at least half or a third of our own, so quite small. Um, it is believed, however, that they also had burial rituals uh, as well as planned and careful disposal of the dead members. So, um, and, and that ritualized behavior uh, starts to sort of indicate that there was more going on in the in their um, social orders um, and their social um, interactions as well. Sure. However, unlike most of the other Homo genus, there was no evidence of tool or, or use or ability to make fire. Um, and their hands seemed to be more adapted to climbing, but their feet were more adapted to bipedal mo- locomotion. So we were quite confused uh, with are, this are, one. Are you saying they're riding pushbikes? No. <laughs> what we're saying is, is that Wait, so they probably still spent some time in the trees, but they also uh, were quite adapted to walking around on the on the ground as well. Oh, so no pushpedal. No. So, um, so um, they probably did descend from the Homo erectus, um, but became isolated and continued on their own evolutionary path. So that's how we got depression. What? <laughs> because they were isolated and lonely and depressed. No, there was a group of them. It wasn't just oh, one. Okay, well, the yeah. way you were, it sounded like one. Yeah, no, there wasn't that's just one. That's why they died out. Living in his mother's basement. Playing. Well, how do we know that they did, eventually they die out? 
right? But they all die down, so apart from us. The question is, how do they die out? I'm going to get to that. Okay. Later. Oh, later. That but teaser. not much later. Okay, cool. Because we're, we're running out of time. time. Yeah, so that's why I'm sort of now rushing to <laughs> we've, we've literally got 10 minutes left, so do we want oh, to skip no. one? Oh, yeah. We'll, 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 which one do I want to get rid of? Oh, I, th- I, I think we should talk about the Homo neanderthalensis. The one ne- Neanderthalensis. That's the one. The an- ne- ne- Neanderthals. There, finally got you one that <laughs> stumps you. Yes. Neanderthals. But you stumbled first. Okay, all right. Um, all right. <laughs> Makes me feel happy okay. <laughs> and smart. There you go. <laughs> no, so, not really. <laughs> well, actually, most people do know about the Neanderthals. So, really? um, Is that dinosaurs? Nowhere near dinosaurs. <laughs> so they're the most famous of all the extinct homo species. <laughs> anyone, anyone that's listening to this is going to go, Russell is one dumb person. No, but you know, that. But you know something? It's not about being smart at Everything, people. It's about there you go. it's about being very specialised to be smart in, in your field. Peter's field is research. <laughs> My field is being funny. <laughs> well, let's not stretch that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the name Neanderthal ref- derives from the Neander Valley in Germany, where the fossils were first located. Uh, and we found evidence that they cared for and tended to wounds of their companions. They took care of the sick and they even buried their dead. So they really did have a lot of social order and social structure. We're loving this burying of the dead. But because that means that they had that empathy, that, that emotional development. I just development. bonfire. No. That way in the winter you got some – You got, actually, no. We want to worry about the environment and keep the trees up. Just pile up these dead bodies and every time it gets cold, just take one off the shelf and <laughs> – you got your warmth for the night. Throw another ancestor on the fire. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad I didn't say that part. No, but that's that old song. Throw another log on the fire. Anyway, this yep. gives evidence to their social and compassionate nature. Um, well done for them to be yeah. compassionate. Uh, whereas a lot of people have, whenever they think of Neanderthals, they think they're just, that they're just some dumb brutes. Um, and, 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 actually, and that's actually not true. We, we're not seeing any evidence dumb brute, of that. Though. Yeah, but we're not seeing any evidence of that. We also know that from the shape of their brain and their throats, they seem uh, to be able to uh, have speech. You know, for for example, with us, we have what's called a Broca's and a Wernicke's area, which yep. helps us with our speech development. And they also had those areas, That's but they also them. carried the Fox P two gene, which we carry, which is essential for language. So does that it, mean that they can swallow food? Of course they're going to be able to swallow food. Oh, you never know. What did you think they did with it? Like, just smash it into their skin and hope it made it... No, because there is a different way to swallowing and... Because you got the natural, like, those hot dog eating contests where they don't even swallow, they just shove it in and it goes down. And then you've actually got human swallow, which is you chew and you swallow your food. Yeah. So what type of food eating technique did they use? The chewing or just the... No, they they chewed the, the their hot food. dog competition. No, they didn't gulp it. gulp it and swallow it like a duck, where it just sort of just saying takes there the are some humans down. that might become from ducks. Yeah, there isn't any, but anyway, <laughs> those hot dog anyway, eating contests. Anyway, yeah, but oh, that, the way they they can just go. No, that's vile. Um, <laughs> really? That's you not, don't want to. You don't want someone that can no, just go. Oh, they soak them in water and then just shovel it down. That's hey, terrible. just just a bit of. <laughs> I can't do this. Keep no, going. I'm, I'm not the one who went down that path. Anyway, so it is believed, however, at their peak, 
Um, their population numbers were never really more than just a uh, hundred thousand of them. So it's the, not bad for how long they lived for. Well, actually, well, I don't know when they died. Yeah. See, the problem with the um, Neanderthals, however, is that that they they didn't didn't tend to mix with other groups, so they were quite isolationist, um, which meant that they didn't share any new knowledge that they had developed. That's a shame. Um, yeah, were, so... But that's like some of the tribes that we have around the world that do not like visitors, and if you go right. there, you're dead. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's like that... Um, I can't think of the tribe that? name. Uh, it's off of uh, Phuket, I think. Or, no, or it's off India. It's oh, just from India. The Indian Navy is responsible for looking after them. How, it's, how it's, is that, it's though? They've got, they've got a whole navy... Looking after them. Well, they don't park their boats around the, the island. Uh, well, you know. but they're saying to people, don't go there. Is it North there. Sentinel Island? No, that's not right. I wonder how they realise don't go there, though, because, they, well, besides people going there. Well, the fact that anyone who went there, they just killed them straight away. Hit that, that's, that's generally a pretty good do not but walk re- on the grass but, sign. But you know how to win. You have a shield around you. That way you stand and they throw arrows at you and you they can't get penalised. So anyway, before the Neanderthals disappeared, they die. did leave behind their DNA. <laughs> and surprisingly, most uh, humans today have anywhere between 1% to 4% Neanderthal DNA. I so, think I'm at 4 So, <laughs> No, it's not about how much you have. Yeah, um, well, the, the more you have, the dumber you are. No, it's not. That, that, that's like so not right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well then, what, do, what, what, what if I have more than that the the DNA than others? Well, it might mean that you're just you know able to deal with cold weather better, or you have oh, trust me, I'm more breathing not. ability, or you know. Really, yeah. we should do a DNA test and see what we got. What we got? I'd be fascinated. I I want ancestry.com. They do it. I want to have a little bit of Neanderthal, a little bit of Denisovans, which you made me race through, or not even cover at all. Um, and well, why do you want Denis? Let's let's quickly cover Denisov. We've got five minutes. So let's cover the Denisovans, which is actually the wrong pronunciation. Okay, is it uh, called Demo- Denisovans? Is the correct oh, pronunciation? Denisians. So I keep getting it wrong because I always use the elongated vowel versions, but it's the smaller one. So the Denis, Den- just like their skeletons. Anyway, so, so um, whilst we don't know a lot about them, we also have uh, Denisovan uh, DNA in our genome as well. Um, so we believe that they inhabited mainly Siberia and East Asia. Um, and one of the things that the Denisovans um, gave us, especially to the people who live around the Himalayas and, and all those yep. areas, is the ability to um, breathe better in um, oxygen... Um, uh, no, uh, uh, depleted... Um, Environments, yeah. So, uh, so, so where there's words, less oxygen, like, the Denisovans gave us that ability. Underwater people, not underwater. <laughs> no, don't go underwater if, if Why you not? go and get your DNA test and you get one percent Denisovan. There was actually a, a a tool, and I don't know, and and I can't remember. It was when I was a kid. They had, and it wasn't a scuba diver thing. I don't know who made it. It was a it was a company that made it. That unless I'm getting this way wrong, but I could be too. That allowed you to talk underwater. I don't know how they did it, but yeah, that's that's gone back to my kids. Sorry, side topic oh, again. Okay. All right. So well, I'll try to find the toy, the toy segment. But anyway, all right. we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about oxygen depleted places. But that'd be a good topic for a show. Fun, fun toys, toys that we had as kids. Yeah, sort of thing. Okay, so uh, Homo florensis. Um, again, do we they mix glow in the dark? Them? No, because that's like fluorescent. 
thought of. So they had a small body and small brain, but they also had unusually long and uh, <laughs> large feet. So we considered them to be like hobbits, believe it or not. So like little people. Yeah, they were. Well, don't say it like that. Um, well, no, I don't think, but, uh, but they were short, uh, short of stature. So we, we need to be accurate. You know, they were yeah. the height of. So, so they only um, got to about a meter in height or three feet tall. Don't worry, um, people. There's a lot of things that are now, made of. Now, the the thing that we believe about the Homo florensis um, was is that they were stuck on an island, and so there's something called the Foster's Rule, which means that. Big animals on islands tend to become smaller and small animals on islands tend to become bigger due to the difference of the complete reversal of predation, the, the, uh, the, the, the lack of threats. Um, so in other words, these yeah. guys had no threats, so they became smaller. So they became smaller. So th- Good that's, on them. That's what we think has it's, happened. That's with why the, Australians are shrinking and the humans are shrinking because uh, we have no threats really. A dinosaur, no dinosaur to kill us, no, no tigers to kill us because we're killing them. No crocodiles are coming after us. A dingo hasn't stolen my baby. Um, <laughs> so we really don't have any threats. So we could be as small as ants and we'd be fine. I thought we were getting taller. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll have to we'll double have check to, that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so the last Homo sapiens species was Adaltu. Um, so uh, now they were first discovered near the... Uh, uh, no, we haven't gone to humans. We're going to finish off with them oh, now. Oh, okay. So we're going to go... <laughs> <laughs> they were first discovered in the Hetabari, um so near the Middle Ashwa. What? You in, left me out. I'll get to you, don't worry. In Ethiopia, in the Afar Triangle. Um, good on them. And we believe that they were based on the dear old Homo uh, rhodonensis. So they're younger than us. Yeah, they are, but they've also died out, unfortunately. So, oh, so they, they did d- use multiple but basic simple uh, stone uh-huh. tools and hunted... Um, I just want to go ha 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 to you, Why? because not to you, to them, oh, to them, to, because because they had a start one hundred sixty thousand years ago, yeah, and we've been around longer, and we still beat you, and we still beat them. So, but is that because we went to war with them? No, uh, and in fact, that's actually a good question. So, what happened to them all? About time I ask a good question. Oh no, you've asked good <laughs> questions all the time. Um, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you so do. Look at the sarcastic look on your face. I frequently <laughs> state that. Okay, you've asked so a good so question. let's let's talk about how did they all die out? Quickly. Okay, so if we uh, if you remember from our de extinction episode, um, we talked about uh, what ha- why do species go extinct? And it's actually not unusual for species to go extinct. In fact, ninety nine percent of all the species that have ever lived have gone extinct. So that's so there's no it's not unusual that our Homo cousins sure. uh, went extinct due to that either due to food. Scarcity, um, natural disasters, new diseases, etc. So, um, and if astra- uh, humans, if you don't pay attention right now and realize that we're running out of food, yeah, we do need to be focusing more on all these environmental to, we are, things. We are going to end up like the elder men, yeah, and we will be gone. And so. and then the next generation of apes will come through, and they'll be talking just like the apes of the world, or whatever that movie was. And um, yeah, oh, planet, planet of, of the, the apes. apes. Yeah. So, so to give you an idea, so with the Neanderthals, our our Neanderthal cousins, um, in comparison to us, we mixed frequently amongst the Homo sapiens. We were sluts. And in that mixing, we would share the technology that we See? were developing. So different types of weapons, different, t- and those weapons were for hunting. Oh, um, so so we weren't a very nice people then. Well, no, we. I mean, because we interbred with some of these other uh, mm-hmm. homo com- cousins. We did interbreed with them. Um, but, no for example, we also 
um, were able to make these um, various groupings and we were able to make these various connections. So, for, uh, so okay, if you think about... You. I've got another question for you. Okay, just yeah, yeah. Curiosity. Before you finish your sentence, okay. which one had four fingers and no thumb? None of them did. So they all had four fingers and a thumb. And a thumb, yeah. Interesting. Why did you say that? <laughs> because there's people with four fingers and no thumb and there's people with three fingers and thumb. What so I wonder where that genome comes from. Because if humans, and I, we know a few, I know a few people, including myself, who don't have a thumb or weren't born with a thumb or didn't have X but is, is, chromosome. Is, is that a, a genetic well, diversity? Where, where did that come from? What breeding set did we come from? Yeah, but evolution isn't about what the mix in the past comes up. It also is sometimes things change in the genome. What, so you're saying we don't need a thumb in the future? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is is that if our environment or if, for example, something in our genome removes an element from us, if that adaptation is valuable or vital or assists us in our continuing existence, then that adaptation tends more likely to continue um, than, say, for example, if we... So, in other words, people, if you start losing your man bits, then apparently we don't need them. Well, only if it's only if it benefits the species. So, so if, if there's a way to breed without the bits. Well, and that can and and that can happen. happen. And some species do um, uh, reproduce asexually, so they don't require a, a male and female. We're um, getting there. Where we've got science on our way. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with this, I but anyway, let's go back to the Neanderthals. <laughs> we are now over time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because of Russell. <laughs> anyway, so for example, so we were able to make connections with all sorts of things, including wolves. So hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We connections, not you. I don't know why, why your mind keeps going down that. Well, you did alleyway. say that we connections. Know. So we oh, made we this connection. Okay. Oh, Russell, <laughs> we made this connection with wolves. We we were able to bring them into our um, social pack. circles and into our pack. Um, and look after them and train them like dogs, and then all of a sudden we got dogs. Yeah, but the point of that was is that we had the wolves to help us to hunt bigger game, so the wolves could. Um, oh, so uh, we we, insta- we were smart and said, "You go and hunt, and we'll we'll we'll." No, no, but we formed hunting parties with the wolves, so the dogs. Well, we communicate with the dogs. It, look, we didn't walk up to them like you know, droopy hey, dog, dog, and say hi. Uh, here's a here's a deal for you. You help round up the mastodon, and we will slaughter it, and then we will feed you. We will feed you, and you you let us know. No, it, it just o- happened over natural. time that that relationship developed where we had with oh, our no. canines I'm, I'm or just, the wolves. I'm just, I'm just imagining like the came up for wolves. Yeah. So think of it differently. So whatever okay. you're thinking, go down a completely different path. <laughs> Do you Whereas Neanderthals did not develop those sorts of relationships. They, as I said, they kept to their own social groups. Um, they sure. didn't move around. They didn't share any of the new knowledge that they had developed. And so they were less able to to um, change and adapt to um, what was eventually uh, happening, which was our climate was getting colder sure. at, at that time. So, and, and we believed that even when we came along, there weren't that many Neanderthals left. But there you go. We could continue going on for ages and ages and ages, but we do... But we did almost go extinct. So this is going to be really, really hang quick. On, hang on, How did we go nearly extinct? So around 70,000 years ago, um, the humanity uh, of the world, the, the global population of humans or Homo sapiens 
uh, dropped to only a few thousand. And that was, some people believe it was due to a massive um, volcanic eruption. Um, others sort of think that it might have been through um, a disease. But we do know that we got down to maybe at best uh, 2,000 breeding pairs of Homo sapiens. Well, let's just be real. It's the weak that died, the strong that lived. Well, yeah. So, so See, I got, I, again, the, 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 the fact that we're still here. Don't, but do we do, do we do the right thing and bury them? There was a lot to bury. Well, um, I'm just saying, you can't. So, <laughs> There's some other tribes up there that actually did the right thing and buried people. Yeah, if we, we bury our. I bet you we ate them too. No, I don't um, know about that. Oh, Russell. Uh, there are um, people out there that eat humans. You can actually. Yeah, I'm not go denying to, that. You can go to a website and actually offer to be eaten. I don't want to know about the dark web and stuff like that, but I do know that there are tribes that have cannibalistic... Um, Absolutely. And, and even you know, even in our survival story episode where we talked about the, the, that soccer team that was um, stranded on that mountain, they ate um, their dead friends and, and stuff to survive so they could then go out and get rescued. Um, so just because it's not something that we should actively engage in, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. But anyway, the point of that was is that um you know, surviving the eons as we have uh can sometimes just be down to good old fashioned luck. And, and we really did come close to being And extinct. what a and what a luck we've had, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh because somehow Yeah, we we lived long enough to try and do it ourselves with nuclear weapons. Apps <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'm out of here. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, what do I do?